Go for it, Chris. All right. Welcome to episode 11 of the Hot Dog Stand podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Wally, uh, founder, one of the owners of the IROC series. Uh, thank you for coming back for another week. And I'm Brian Rick. I'm uh, Chris Wally's right-hand man and um, big fan of uh, Neil Quick. About time fan base is growing. I'm Neil Quick, and I'm in the mouthpiece of the hot dog stand. Uh, Chris Wally, Brian, and Kyle keep me in line. Someone's got to. And I'm Kyle Pendergraff, your executive producer. Um, today, oh, we have a doozy for you. We actually have some really big breaking news um, that we're going to bring to you, but we want to make sure that we cover everything else real quick. Uh, so we're going to take a moment here and uh, we're going to listen from our sponsor, Spartan Logistics. Spartan Transportation and Spartan Logistic Management is your one source for all your shipping needs. 53-foot dry van shipments, auto transport shipments, full-service in-house brokerage, drop-lot facilities, just-in-time deliveries to all auto manufacturers, facilities in St. Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, and Indianapolis, Indiana. Spartan Logistics, LLC, proud sponsor of the IROC series, Kyle Steffens, UMP Modified in Silver Crown Driver, and Gordy Gundaker, World of Outlaws Late Model. Visit us at spartan-logistics.net or find us on Facebook. Are we starting out yet? Yeah. All right, boys, uh, flag stand news for the week. Actually, two weeks. Let's just kind of combine a couple things. Uh, we're going to start off with Kaylee Bryson. Uh, the Silver Crown Series uh, last weekend in Springfield, uh, first female uh, driver to start a Silver Crown race from the front row outside. And I'm going to tell you, boys, man, she put it to the boys up there for about mm. 35, 40 laps. It was pretty impressive. And she's driving the wheels on that. Th I'll help that thing off the high side up there. It's pretty Pretty impressive to watch. So uh, she ended up bringing it home in a top five finish. And uh, the win going to uh, Illinois native uh, Shane Cochran. Been trying to win the Bettenhausen for a long time. Yeah. The captain. The captain yeah. getting it done up there. So that was kind of uh, the dirt uh, Springfield Silver Crown race. Uh, that basically was not last weekend, the weekend before. Uh, a little bit of more flag stand news. I know that uh, the National Open uh, ran for the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars this weekend. And the uh, posse ended up uh, putting it to the uh, outlaw guys, uh, Lance DeWeese, cashing in 75 grand up there, followed by Brent Marks, Anthony Macri, Spencer Baston, David Gravel, Justin Peck, Jacob Allen, Danny Dietrich, Carson Macedo, and James McFadden round out the top 10 up there. Uh, it was getting a little cold, chilly, and wet up there. They were battling still a little bit of weather stuff, but. Uh, Ended up wrapping up the uh, National Open, so they'll be heading to the World Outlaw Finals uh, next stop, basically, for those guys. So uh, some of the dirt news that's going on. Uh, NASCAR stuff uh, through the weekend. <clears throat> uh, this weekend, Ty Majeski gets the win in the uh, Camping World Truck Series. Uh, second win here in playoffs. Uh, really, really looking strong for Thor Sport. Uh, big news out of the weekend, kind of uh, still carrying over, is the fact that uh, – Teammate Ben Rhodes locked in by getting a fourth place finish there. So uh, a little bit of uh, possibly controversy going there with the the fact of uh, Christian Eckes and Matt Crafton. Uh, have to see if NASCAR opposes anything after that. But uh, Stuart Friesen really not happy with the way that they uh, kind of protected Ben getting into that uh, uh, final playoff spot. So that was uh, kind of the camping world results from homestead well, before uh, you before you go on neil let's kind of let's dive into that a little bit because here we kind of dealt with this just a couple weeks ago uh in the cup side with you know controversy over teammates potentially changing or helping change the outcome of the race uh to help advance a teammate to the next round um i mean what's your all's take on what you know what's going on in the truck series this past weekend as far as how that goes my own opinion is I think NASCAR's created this own uh, problem of theirs. I mean, even at the Roval a couple weeks ago, uh, these teams are dead set are trying to get their their drivers and teams into those final playoff spots, and and uh, it it's like we've discussed earlier, guys. I mean, if all four of us are on a team, 
and two of us have no chance of getting it in and we're all running together i'm sure you guys are going to run interference for us even if we're not communicating you're you're going to do whatever you can to get your teammate into that final playoff spot absolutely uh, i'm not a big fan of what i'm watching going on and i think it's going to get worse and, and continue to go on back and forth uh in nascar's eyes they just like to penalize and cash in on this part and i i'm not a big fan of it at all i i think we've discussed this before i think the series needs to be looked at and all three series when i say this all three of them need to be looked at. We need to actually go back to a situation that we race 25, 30, or 35 races, whatever series it is. The guy that starts out, busts his ass all year long, performs team-wise. At the end of the year, that guy and that driver is a team. Uh, if they're sitting in first place, they're the champion. Right. I don't know what your guys' else opinion. I, I'll throw it around here. Let's, let's see what you guys think. Yeah, I um <clears throat> I mean with where the format is right now, it's hard to get mad at guys helping their teammate because at the end of the day their their paycheck is is cashed in, you know, or, or wrote out by the same guy that's that's who they whoever they're helping. And um <clears throat> it it's within the the realm of of to your point what they've created at this moment. Um best way to get rid of that, get rid of the playoffs, go straight racing. Um you know, we, we even saw it in in, uh, in our own league here last year. Uh, you know, the, the McCann's kind of helping Showfield get in, in at Daytona. Um, you look at that and go, okay, well, why might they do that? Well, that knocks out somebody else out of the playoffs. And so it definitely has um, changed how racing has been uh, once you get into the playoffs. Um and I definitely think that it's beneficial to get away from that playoff system. Well, I mean, looking at this event over the weekend, and and I basically started this after the race the other day by sending you guys a link with a a fake post on Twitter out there. Go figure. Um, somebody already addressing that Thor Spore's been penalized and all these massive fines and stuff. Uh, it, NASCAR hasn't commented or hasn't made a ruling on this. But at what point, I mean, if there is no radio evidence of us talking back and forth and us doing something to to hinder, I mean, I mean, where do they come in and pass judgment on this and say, oh, you guys had a faster truck than you two were faster than your teammate. You should have passed them. I, I'm playing God with the rules. They're doing no different than what the drivers are doing protecting that teammate. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, if, if I've got a, a like, I mean, you said it, if I've got a teammate, that I can help get in. If I'm not in it and I got a teammate and that I can help get to the playoffs, um, then by God, I'm going to help him get to the playoffs and, and get in there. So, um, you know, and, and two, you want to be a good teammate, not only for right now in the present, but for whatever your future is too. Yeah. You know, yeah. when your contract comes to the end and they go, well, you didn't really help us out two years ago when this happened. Or right. if you're going to a new team, maybe they don't want to sign you if you're not going to be a guy that's willing to. That's a know, great point. Out. Yeah. Well, that's go good. back, go back to the situation, just kind of reiterating just some of the uh, stuff from the weekend. The the final four to get locked in for the truck series. I know that uh, Majeski's got two wins. He's locked in uh, Zane Smith. Uh, is locked in also Chandler Smith and Ben Rhodes. So you have two Thor Sport trucks. Uh, you have Chandler Smith and the Kyle Busch Motorsports, and then Zane Smith there in the uh, 38 DGR truck. It's going to be an interesting deal. Uh, Chandler Smith is actually the defending uh, Phoenix race winner. So going to Phoenix there probably looks like have a little bit of a leg up, but you know the way these races go. Anything can happen. That's for sure. Especially in that series. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, I'm going to jump over to the Xfinity Series uh, results. I know uh, our resident entertainer in the Xfinity Series put it on him again this weekend, uh, Noah Gregson. Um, really, really impressive run by him this weekend. Uh, the only thing I can comment really going on in this, I, mean, I know he locked himself into the uh, the playoffs with his win, but the biggest thing I got out of this was get the damn camera and the mic out of his face when he's trying to breathe and after he's exhausted. Somebody made a comment on, on Twitter on this, too. Well, he, old boy needs to go to training. 
I'm going to tell you, he's been training. Uh, this is something that he's going to be looking at in the offseason, something going on. But, man, give him a chance to get his breath and get a drink of water and then then comment. Get the damn mic out of his face for a few minutes. I mean, he is pudgy. I mean, I look at him sometimes and I'm like, damn, is that Elvis Presley's kid? Maybe. <laughs> you, you know what? I actually was going to ask Chris at our races if we could kind of wait off, push the interviews off another minute. Because the other night after uh, five You're flags, winded. I was, was winded. You are winded. Arm pump, and I, I turned was, the fan fan on high and hit the next notch there. I just headed over with an oxygen tank. You got to you got to take the right. McCann approach and turn all that force feedback off, and then yeah, right. Should, you know, <laughs> Sunday morning cruise. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Xfinity Series looks like uh, everybody's locked in going to Phoenix uh, on that deal here. Let me see if I can pull up and make sure I, I tell you guys right here. I know Gregson's locked in with his win. Uh, basically, uh, after that point, uh, trying to find out who all, all the guys are here. I'm sorry. Should have two, uh, junior motorsports cars locked in right there. Shouldn't they? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Isn't, uh, the Algar cars locked in too. Mm-hmm. And is Almondinger locked in also? I believe so. And then who am I missing the Gibbs car? I guess. Well, the eight one last week, didn't he? Yeah, the eight one last week. Uh, he's been winning almost every week in the playoffs. Uh, so I, I would be very surprised if if um, the eight or the nine don't come away with this thing. I'll, I'll you know, actually, um, actually, it's yeah, the eight. Josh Berry won. Josh Berry won last week. Okay, and, and you know, I, I would be. I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a story that we can talk about at a later date, but I'd like to jump on that topic a little bit at some point with Josh. Cause I'll tell you what, his come up has been amazing to watch. Yeah. You guys big fans of Josh Berry? I am. Yeah. I like oh, definitely. Just for the fact that he, um, he, he came up the old school way in my hundred percent raced his he, way in there. Yeah. Waited his turn. Kind of like the Cinderella story in a way. Yeah. Right. And if 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 the eight or the nine don't win that championship this year, it's a fail to me. Yeah, they really have got their program together. I mean, watching what Gregson's done here in the playoffs, Josh getting in last week at Vegas uh, with the pass around Almondinger. I mean, you would think that they would be kind of locked to win the championship. So it'll be interesting to to see how that all plays out. Uh, I mean. Definitely got to be pulling for one of those guys. I mean, I, I'd like to see Grayson win it, but I like his flashy, uh, don't give a shit approach to anything, basically. You know what I mean? Yep. Same. No. That camera is probably just looking for that next puke shot. That's what they're doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it weren't already in the cab of his car. Yeah. You guys, can't, you guys can't tell me you haven't puked in, in one. I mean, it's, it's all happened, right? I shit, I can't win, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to Cup Series. Um, one word come to mind here, just domination. I mean, old boy in the five car really put it to him this weekend and, and just, I mean, a driving clinic. I think his quote was, hope everybody enjoyed that ass whooping. Cause yeah. He, had, I, he, he gave him an ass whooping. It, it was really impressive. I mean, the only, the car, the only car that really could give him any bit of a fit was the, the 19 and, uh, he took care of that on pit road. <laughs> you know, looking at that, you know, I heard some people talking about as far as the sun starting to set, being in their eyes. Do you, you know, obviously he's right on his bumper there. Do you think that is a situation of maybe Truex got up on his We'll pit? actually cover that here in just a little bit. Okay. Very yeah. good. Very good. But, yeah, you know, Kyle Larson – uh running around the high side the way he does is so impressive. I mean, I mean he freaking... he had that car close closer to the wall than any NASCAR I've seen to date. I'll tell you what, if he had a, a piece of tape on the side of his car, he could pick up a quarter off the wall. Yeah, that guy is unreal. I was watching an in-car vi- videos like one lap worth, and literally he didn't come any more than a foot off that wall, and that was only in the straightaways. In the corners, he was six inches max from the wall. Think the about way. the what it takes to do that. Discipline. I mean, that's well. Speaking I, of that, speaking of that, did you guys hear his interview? That 
I mean, I heard it on uh, race NASCAR race hub tonight. They interviewed him and Kyle said, he goes, the only time I would have a problem or get into the wall is when I was trying to hold back or let off thinking I was going to get into the wall. He goes, if the harder I drove it to hit my marks, it was easier to stay off the wall. Yeah. Which it was kind of interesting to hear him say that. Uh, it's pretty impressive. Car was dialed in. Man. It was. It was. Uh, looking at the the way the race did finish, I know Chastain, uh, Ross Chastain continues to another second place finish for him there. Him and Almendinger had a great race there for second and third to finish out the race. Uh, but looking at the, uh, the, the top four and the elimination line here going into Martinsville this weekend with two races left, you got uh, Joey Logano. It's in on a win. Uh, Ross Chastain, 19 points back. Elliott, 11 points back. And Byron, plus five. After that, the elimination line, you got five, minus five Hamlin, Blaney, minus 18, and Bell and Briscoe with the Hail Mary. Uh, Bell is 33 out, and Briscoe's 44 out. And unfortunately, he had some bad luck this week at Homestead there, too. I just want to ask who's, I mean, I, we got it, we've got a couple left. Who do you guys think, and who's going, who's winning the championship? I know we're doing picks, but who's winning this thing? If I have a pick right now, if you tell me right now, I got to pick somebody, I'm picking the number one car. Yeah. Art wants to tell me to go with him because I've been impressed with him all year. But my my brain says go with the nine car. Mm. I think Chastain gets it done. Part of me, well, I know it's a long shot now, but part of me wants to, that to see – Cole win this weekend at Martinsville, which I highly doubt's going to happen. So I'm pretty sure he's probably locked himself out of the playoffs. But if by chance he, let's say he does win where he gets advanced into the playoffs, I think he'll win Phoenix. I think he can win it all if he can get there. Mm. It's going to be good. It definitely is. Uh, Not Cole. I'm sorry. Uh, Chase Briscoe. Chase Briscoe. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I knew what you were thinking. Uh, yeah, it, it, Briscoe's really, you know, thinking back and stepping back and looking at this, uh, to be here this time of the year and saying that really Chase Briscoe is the number one driver at Stuart Haas, and he's on the line to go to and compete for a championship and has a win this season in comparison to, to Harvick, which would be your leader over there. Uh this time last year, we wouldn't have been discussing this. Right. We would, it it no. wouldn't have been in the books, I don't think, guys. Um, it's interesting to see that. But really, the the wild thing asking you guys the question out of this, nobody picked Logano. I can't stand. You mean Jerry's – what's his name? Jerry uh, – who's the – I can't even think of it. I can't stand that guy. I think <laughs> Ham, Hamlin, Hamlin gives the best impression. I can't stand it. <laughs> I don't know. The guy's a good race car driver, but I just I don't like him. Sorry, Jerry. All right, All right. that's basically what I got news on. Uh, just some wrap ups, some highlights through the weekend. So uh, I'll toss it on to you guys. Uh, so we're gonna cover some more uh, Flagstand news here, real quick. Uh, SHR has um, either they have or they're going to appeal 100% of the rules penalties from the Roval race uh, last lap incident with uh, Cole Custer and Chase Briscoe situation. Uh, so we'll be looking to see what happens with that and the appeals. Um, I honestly, I don't know if we see anything until after the season's over, to be quite honest. Uh, it's a pretty big penalty, you know, when you've got a uh, crew chief suspended indefinite. So um, yeah. curious to see how that comes out. Uh, on other news here, Tony Stewart is making his first official NHRA debut at Las Vegas in a top alcohol dragster. Uh, so uh, wishing him the best of luck there. Um, hope that which is out. completely badass. Oh I'd yeah, that's. I mean that. Listen, if Tony Stewart goes in, not if he's obviously going to go in NHRA, going to start a top alcohol, he will end up in a funny car. How cool would that be for him to go win a top fuel championship to add to his resume? I it's mean, doable. Th- there's not much else that he hasn't champ- got a championship in. That's badass. 100%. Well, and it kind of goes back to the conversation we had a couple weeks ago, you know, about him having other interests. And, um, you know, I was under the impression that it was just the wife that 
you know, he was entertaining there, making sure she had what she needed. But him getting behind the wheel now, it makes a lot of sense. So makes a lot I watched, it was a, a docu-series, and they were only like five, eight minutes long videos. Yeah, uh, I watched it. Back earlier in the year of Stuart doing, I, one, just, you know, getting the feel for the car and testing it. And two, I believe it was his licensing he was testing, or he was uh, going for at the same time. Um, but With just, Frank Holly. Yeah. Yeah. And so to watch that and to see, you see the little boy in him come out and just all excited and happy. I mean, like, he was in his new home. Like, that's where he wanted to be, and he enjoyed it. So I got nothing but, you know, praises for him to – Go out yeah. there and add this to his resume and, you know, knock this off a bucket list. And I'm sure he's got on there. Um, it's it's a it's neat thing to see, you know, yeah. a driver who's been in so many disciplines to extend it, even at his age, to now drag racing professionally. Yeah. Well, if you look at the drag racers, I mean, there's, you know, he, he comes, he, okay, so in NASCAR, he's going to be, he's, he's old for NASCAR. He's just old. You go into drag racing, he's, middle of the road with those guys so he could he could go and do that career for a long you know quite a few years probably could win a couple championships and and uh i'm mean, but let's let's just be honest here he is pretty much checked out of nascar as far as his personal life so or personal self i think but um I, I see yeah i'm 2023 being his last year with nascar i th- probably think you're right so so um, he'll stay one more season and then he's gone. Yep. And I think yep, a lot of that's contractually that he's going to stay. It's no reason. Yeah. Um, yep. So with the next and final uh, flag stand news topic, we're going to address the, uh, another Kyle Larson elephant in the room here. Uh, so Sunday we all seen what happened with him and Truex. Uh, it's kind of a, um, a judgment call on, you know, was this the case or was that the case where they're coming down pit road and he's tailing Truex, and he just lightly taps Truex and spins him out in pit road. Uh, Truex did say in his interview that he did miss his pit, or he saw it at the very last possible moment, and he contributed some of it to Larson, contributed some of it to himself, so it was basically a 50-50 situation. Uh, What's your all's take on this? For me, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Uh, I think it was more of a, a lapse in judgment on Truex. I think he was trying to uh, stay right at pit road minimum speed or maximum speed to keep you know as much track position as possible to make sure he came out ahead of Larson and he lost focus on the pit stall itself and more focus on just staying in front. And he noticed it and said, shit, turned it and... Yes, Larson did get into him, but I don't think it was intentionally. So that's going to be my point of view. Was it an oh shit moment or was it intentionally done to hold him up, to stall him or break check him and get get into your pit late? And Larson's like, I ain't having any of it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to hold the gas speed. right here. And yeah, that could, could be the case as well. I mean, if I'm Truex and I'm in the interview, I'm going to say, oh shit. Yeah, I, I mean, the worser of the two embarrassments here. I'm not going to come out and say, hey, I tried stalling him up and turned in the pit late. Uh, that was my only chance to beat him off pit road because, honestly, I think Truex could have gave him a fit if he got out in front of him uh, or had a chance to get out in front of him on the restart. So He wasn't going out running, though. No way. I don't think so. I really don't. I, I mean, I think it would have made it a hell of a lot more interesting of a race. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kyle even said, I mean, in the interview tonight, like I was talking to you guys about, was the fact that uh, Tyler doesn't crash, uh, Reddick doesn't crash off of two. Kyle more or less played off that it was going to take him everything to get there to have a chance to beat Truex if it stays green. Yeah. But, but I, I, I mean, looking at it, I, I could say one way, one way, two way, this way, whatever the case is. I, I think Martin was doing what Martin knew what he was doing. And yeah, the sun was in his eyes. Yeah, they counted down when he crossed the line going to his in-car radio. When he crossed into the pit, they counted that down. They said, hey, you're 10 stalls away. He knew where he was at. If he could stay in that outside line and maybe get Kyle to check up a little bit, maybe even if it's a half a second, whatever that case is, or if it's a second, and allows him to get into his pit stall late and still get the tires changed and get out. I think, I think this is a move that's not 
just now just happened. He got turned oh, yeah. on this deal. That's... I think this is stuff that these guys do and throughout the races through the years uh, through the year and this one just got caught up because Kyle turned him. Look, I, I well, you know, I figured that uh, and I had I, I had messaged you, Neil, and I was like Truick's gonna Truick's gonna get out of the car at the end of the race and you'll be like, That son of a bitch turned me. He didn't do that. He got out of the car and, and said, <laughs> you know, I think I, I might have messed up there, but I'm with you, man. I think uh, that was some some strategy that Truex was playing, and and uh, Larson wasn't going to have any of it. And, and I'm not saying – I'm not calling Truex a liar by saying that the, the windshield was dirty or hard to see to get into the pit box, and I got in late either. I so mean, I'd not, seen it, and I was in Kyle Larson's car through two cameras. i seen his pit stall, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that's an angle that I hadn't really thought about because um, I was all about, you know, the, the sun is – beaten down and and um you know obviously he wants to get in and out of his own pit as fast as he can but i mean it makes sense the cat and mouse game that goes on on pit road the race within the race there um that i'm sure that that's something that kyle probably knew ahead of time to look for and and was prepared oh he was definitely prepared well yeah you got to put yourself in Truex's situation, and and I think we've all been there with the racing that we've done. I mean, we've tried some of these cat and mouse moves, and some work and some don't work. I mean, I'm not going to bring any names into this, uh, but we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> all right. Well, with that being said, um, for the the viewers of the show, if y'all have uh, any uh, any comments towards this, I'd love for you all to comment down below your all thoughts on this situation. And also, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. Uh, but we're gonna take a minute. And we're gonna hear from our other our other sponsor, R and R Racewear. R and R Racewear, your source to all custom racewear apparel needs and home to iRacing apparel. Check it out today at R and R Racewear dot com. All right, and we're back. Thank you, R&R, for your continued support. We really do appreciate you as well. Um, Kyle here to remind you to check us out on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and Twitch. So, Mr. Brian, I think it's time that we get into um, well, part one of the big news. Uh, I say part what? one. Uh, Where's the drum roll? Uh, drum roll, drum please. Roll. Are we getting a sound effect for that or what? <laughs> Mr. Producer. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. there's one there. You just didn't hear it. Uh, so, uh, Brian, I'm going to let you lead us off with uh, this information. I say uh, let's roll the tape. Yeah, let's do that first. Let's do that. Can you believe it, guys? I mean, that Holy. is that is some great news. I, I can't believe it, it. All right, Brian, that, give us your, your take on this, man. I really got to hear some more. That's part one. So, you know, so there it is. IROC, uh, IROC we're going to add to the IROC brand. IROC TV, we're going to offer top-of-the-line uh, premier broadcasting in basically all forms of iRacing. So uh, we've been working on this for quite a long time and decided this is the route we want to go and, and just kind of make IROC, uh, the IROC brand and, uh, all in one deal that we can offer uh, some of the best best racing. And now we're going to offer the best broadcasting there is on iRacing. So our announcers are among going to be some um, among the best in the business. Our graphics and overlays and, and the uh, track info is going to definitely blow you away. So um, we're all excited about it for sure. It's um, <clears throat> – 
a proud moment just for the IROC name. I've been very lucky to have all you guys and many others that have been a part of this whole thing to build it into what it is. Um, Brian, this was your vision on this. And, um, you know, putting the pieces together, um, it's been fun to watch. Um, you know, this this whole deal started and Kyle was with me season one of just throwing something together to have a little bit of fun. And, and that's still what it is with our leagues. And, I mean, heck, our leagues have expanded. I mean, we're, we're going to have, you know, going into 2023, we're going to have five different leagues running. Going at the same time. At the same damn time. All broadcast uh, on iRock TV. Yeah. And, and then, you know, we've got this podcast going to be on the TV. It's, yeah. um, it's awesome. It's just an awesome time. And there's, and it's not going to be just IROC, you know, no. it's the, it's the IROC name on the TV there, but we're going to see some damn good racing and other podcast shows. I'm sure that'll come through. That'll be a part of this deal. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to add real quick. So, you know, when IROC TV is, is going to come out and we're going to, we're going to come out with a bang. We're going to be the title sponsor for this year's VLR gobbler, 100 street stock race. Uh, on November 15th at the virtual lost or Lucas oil speedway, that, that race pays 1500 bucks to win. And, uh, we're excited to be a part of that, um, as one of our first deals. So definitely, uh, there's some big thing, you know, that's only part one of this, this whole announcement. And, uh, part two is, is probably going to blow you guys away. So definitely stay tuned on that. You know, I'm looking forward to though, about that race is I'm looking forward to being in the ears of the, uh, the commentators as as their uh, producer here so yeah i finally get a taste at it now but yeah <laughs> dude i'm really excited for this this is some really big news um granted you know we've all known that you know this was you know a work in progress that we've been really trying to hammer down and uh brian and chris you both really did a bang-up job getting it situated and uh looking at the spreadsheet you know you all got it organized like no other so this is gonna go off great i think this is gonna be something great you know chris like I said, I've been here since day one of the IROC series. Um, I've seen the changes. I've seen the ups and downs. I've seen the comers and goers. And I tell you what, I, I'm so happy to be a part of this and, you know, have seen it from the inception basically till now. So um, I do want to add in some information about uh, some changes that um, our viewers will see and some things that they will get now. So IROC TV will stream and record content uh, to play on its YouTube channel. We are changing the channel name, but we're not changing anything about the channel. Uh, it's going to be called IROC TV. It's going to be the channel name, obviously. Uh, so it'll be home to all of your IROC branded leagues, leagues and races. Uh, we'll also be the home of the Hot Dog Stand podcast. Like I said, the podcast will still be here. The channel's name will just change. Nothing else is going to change as far as how you find it or anything like that. Um, Holler Talk will also be a part of it. Uh, we are now... Uh, changing gears with uh mccann's pit road tips and it is going to be its own show now so instead of it being part of the podcast uh it itself along with um recaps of the irock races will all be a part of that one show and it'll be an irock centric show um and then let's see here um we will also feature other uh podcasts iRacing leagues and all around racing news and content, both real real and virtual. Uh, one last thing, tune in next week when we release the final and most exciting detail of iRock TV. This uh, this is big. You won't want to miss it, I promise. It, it's massive. This, it, it, this next one is is a big deal, man. So like, it, like this was like um a prelude. Fat, well, this is like fat boy. This next <laughs> one's gonna be like whatever the next one. What was it? Hiroshima? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, yeah, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be one hell of a release. I'm looking forward to next week's episode. So trust me guys, you are not gonna want to miss this news. It's getting ready to drop. Um so with that, we're gonna take a moment and we're gonna hear from our presenting our other presenting sponsor, Supreme Three D Printing. Are you looking for the next sim rig upgrade? Or maybe your man cave needs a little more style. Or is your wife wanting to redecorate your home? Well, we here at Supreme 3D Printing have you covered. We create and print tons of different and useful items that is sure to fit everyone's style and budget. Check us out on Etsy at etsy.com shop slash Supreme 3D Printing. 
If you don't see what you're needing, then feel free to contact us for your needed item. All right, and we're back. Thank you, Supreme 3D Printing, for your continued support. Uh, we really do appreciate you. So we are going to cover one last time right now, and there might be some in the future, but one last time, the all-star race from the IROC Challenge Series. And I'm going to let uh, Chris and Neil cover this. Uh, gentlemen, the mic's all yours. Well, if you... Uh... If you got a chance to watch the race, you actually got to see some pretty dang good racing. A lot of green flag laps. Um, we kind of had a, a issue for a little while with um, green flag laps and short tracks. And we finally put it together and, and realized that it can be done. Um, you know, so we, we started the race with, with 18 drivers. Um, that could have been a little bit of help there, but we, we ran the first 60, 62 laps. Of a hundred a while too. I'm like, damn. Green flag. I yeah. was getting more out. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, so we, we ran the all-star race at five flag speedway. It was uh, a hundred lap race. Um, actually ended up going 104. We had a little drama at the end. Uh, we only had two leaders all night long. And one of them is sitting in this room right now. Um, you almost would have thought that he might've been the only person on the track because he led a hundred laps of the race. And there were pit stops. And so it's not like it was just handed to him. Um, Neil Quick, congratulations. That's two races in a row. Um, How do you feel about your race, buddy? <laughs> Man, I'm going to tell you, like I said in the interview, uh, just had a good hot ride all night and had to for, for that first long green flag run you guys are talking about or what Chris brought up was, man, I'm going to tell you, Aaron was on my uh, back bumper the whole way. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he was there. He was ready to capitalize on any mistake that I had, and and uh, just elbows up on that part, and and got that caution flag, and uh, it, it timed out right for us. And uh, those restarts from that part on was just nothing but elbows up, and just doing whatever I could to stay out in front of him. So uh, really, for myself, it was it was a good race, and uh, <laughs> definitely one day not not never forget it anytime soon. I mean, it was a, uh, one of those races you get done at the end of the night and you go, Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is one you want to win. So, and for myself, it was a bucket list race, uh, to win the all-star race for IROC series. So having two wins back to back with the help at Daytona the week before I'm going into Michigan, I'm going to tell you, they're building one hell of a cheater boater right now. So you're not uh, going to win that one. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you. <laughs> I'm laying, I'm laying it out, and I'm hoping <laughs> Brian McCann and Aaron Smith and the Mefords, everybody's listening. The two cars going to be up front, so come and chase it. Well, Damn you it. remember right before we took the green flag there, um, you were given a little tap, you know. Well, that was under caution at, at slow pace. I'm gonna have to just kind of just ramp that up at a higher speed, at a higher pace, and just kind of just scoot you out of my way. So I'm, I'm sorry, but the weapon will be up there. That's what I'm afraid of. I mean, <laughs> truly, truly, if there's something to be scared of, it is the weapon, the 14 well, I mean, car. You did say that if the weapon's in front of you, you got nothing to be worried about. So why not just let me in front of you all and you don't have to be worried? You know, with the confidence that I'm going into Michigan with, and, and I, I, I'm i just kind of rubbing this in just to, just to, to make it even rougher for everybody else. I think that I could start at the back on Thursday night and still whip their asses. Woo! So I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Mm. Yeah, That's you a know, cold shot right there. And and just to give everybody an idea of how close the racing was. Okay, so Neil's average lap time twenty two point three two nine. All right, Aaron, who finished second, Aaron Smith had a point three three one. Brandon Mefford point three three three. Wow. And Brian McCann, who ended up finishing fifth because of that late race restart, 0.334. So, I mean, Man. you're talking about this is average lap times over a 104-lap race where these guys weren't given an inch. I mean, y'all, you could throw a blanket over y'all and uh, and cover y'all up. So, it, it wasn't like it was just a walk in the park where you could run away at a Michigan. You know, we're talking about a, a half-mile short track. It's smaller than that, technically um elbows all, up and getting after it all the joking aside i mean i think that you'll see the same type of racing this weekend at michigan i mean it's going to be uh the guys that we have in this series and the top 10 12 guys 
uh, are pretty pretty darn good drivers, guys. I mean, I yeah. put them out there against anybody, and I mean, it's it's a tough league. Uh, you're not going to come in here and 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 think you're going to win automatically. So it's uh it's something you got to work at. And I know this is my third year in the series, and I've seen it get nothing but better. So uh, as a fan watching it, it has to be pretty exciting to watch those guys go at it each week. I mean, all of us out there doing it. So yeah, Michigan's going to be good. That's going to be a good race. I think so. I mean, that's one of those tracks where you, you're, you can, hell, you can run four lanes wide if you want to and, and yeah. still race, um, have different strategy, top or bottom. Well, and I, I, I think that, I mean, like we were talking earlier, Chris really runs good there. Uh, I, I think he'll be one of those guys that, uh, to be really tough there. Uh, Kyle's got the speed. Uh, Brian, all these guys, I mean, you're going to make that field even wider. Um, and if there's a mistake or somebody makes a mistake, who only knows? I mean, the, the other the exciting part about this is his playoffs, first round. Yep. Win, win it in. Yep. And, Kyle, so, I'm going to need a little uh, love tap there. Mm-hmm. Coming to the green. I, it seemed to work for Neil last week, so I'll take one of those. <laughs> oh, well, that race will be not this coming Thursday, but the following Thursday. Uh, we do have the week off, so uh, you will be able to catch that on Global Sim Racing Channel on YouTube as well. So be sure to check it out there. Uh, watch them. Uh, give them some love as well. We'd love to have you all uh, participating in the chat, watching us uh, hopefully go out there and kick Neil's ass. But we'll see. November third. Uh, November third is the date. All right. November third. And while we're on the the, uh, the topic of uh, dates and whatnot, the IROC Roval series is still a go. Uh, we are scheduled to start November sixth, Daytona Road Course. Uh, right now, we have a, a pretty good size field, uh, continually growing. Uh, we do run participation or recruitment races uh, mainly on Sunday nights at seven or eight p.m. Eastern. Just depends on availability at the time. So be sure if you're interested in that, uh, come check out the uh, participation recruitment races. And uh, if you're interested, we'll get you set up. Um, always recruiting new people. We'd love to have a, a handful more drivers for that. So mark your calendars for November 6th for the initial race. And that will be uh, on IROC TV. Am I correct there, Brian? That is correct. All right. You'll find it right here in this channel where you're watching us now on YouTube. Um, but we, it'll be... Uh, under the IROC TV name from here on out. Um, with that, uh, has anybody else got anything about this past Thursday night's All-Star Race? No, I want to give a little love to the Roval Series for a minute. Kyle's been putting in a lot of work there. I think that's going to be a fun little league. Um, something different. I know me personally, I haven't seen something that's just based on Rovals alone. A lot of people probably don't even realize that some of these oval tracks have road courses in them. And, um, 15 to you know, be exact. It, yeah. And if you, if you enjoy road course racing or think that, Hey, this is something that, um, I haven't done a lot of, but are interested in even the vehicle that's being ran is, is, is good for anybody trying to get involved. Absolutely. So, uh, if you have some interest there, definitely come find us. Um, you know, Facebook, as you mentioned, the IROC series, um, check it out and, and come race. Yeah. Uh, links will be in the description as well on how to uh, get to the IROC facebook page uh we are running the mazda global mx5 uh which is a very great beginner road course car uh, you can really abuse these things throw them around and they're not extremely you know fast so you can handle the corners like no other they're just an all-around fun car i think it's great for season one um and once we get to about race four or five in season one we'll start planning season two as we go along so with that we're going to go into uh, our NASCAR playoff picks for Martinsville. And Brian, you hit the nail right on the head and got Larson. So you get first pick, and you have been stewing over this pick now for the last hour and a half. So I'm ready to hear what you got. I'm going to take. Martin Truex. Damn you. Right? All right. It's a good pick. It is. Um, so the next on the list is Mr. Neil Quick. Yeah, I'm repicking my pick because somebody <laughs> took him. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to take Eric Jones. What? All right. That's a different one, but hey, more power to you. And then myself. Ooh, who do I got left? I got Chastain. I got Hamlin. I got Reddick. I got Kyle Busch. I got Dylan Harvick, Suarez, and Bowman. Well, not Bowman. So we're going to go with. Ooh. Yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger. We're going to go Hamlin. Damn you. (laughs) It's looking like a Toyota strong field here. All right, Chris, you are up next. Man. Cody Ware still available. Right? (laughs) So is Kurt Busch. Oh, sorry. He's on the injury deal. (laughs) On the IR list. Take boards. that's oh so man, let's go. Um, let let's stay with the Toyota family. Let's go, Bell. Ooh. All right. So this is a Toyota strong uh, pick here. So uh, real quick here, Brian McCann would go next. Um, Brian has not stepped down from the show. Uh, Brian has decided he would rather spend more time doing the pit, uh, McCann pit road tips. Uh, he feels. Oh, I, he feels he's got, I've heard something else. He feels he's got some better time there. I guess I don't know exactly. So um, we're, we're I think he's taking off him. time to get more practice to beat me on the weeks. He's practicing in Michigan right now. We are <laughs> worried about it. We are in the playoffs, so I mean, he's got to make sure he holds his his place. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, but with that, uh, brings us to final thoughts, guys. We're about to wrap this bad boy up. Uh, let's go Don't, with uh, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, uh, my only my final thought is uh, just keep a lookout for iRock TV. It's going to be a big deal, guys. Just uh, keep your keep your eyes peeled. Chris, yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, like it, like everybody said. I mean, it's, there's been a lot of work that's gone into this. Um, Brian stepping out. You know, on on a ledge a little bit there, having some faith in this thing, and it, it's got it's there's a great vision there, and um, I think that we just made a good product, great, and it's going to just continue to grow from here. Yep. Uh, for it's going to help all of our leagues. Um, we we would love to have you know we love who we have. We would love to have more. We we want to be that league with the top talent. And um, I think this helps us get that because it helps us give you exposure as racers. And uh, I'm excited for it. All righty, Mr. Neil Quick. I'm going to third that. Just totally impressive with uh, or impressed with just where the league is going. And and, uh, the IROC TV deal is just incredible. And I know some of the news that I'm privy to that isn't out yet. Just, I mean, tune in, guys. I mean. This is going to be kind of earth-shaking news, especially if you are an iRacer that uh, definitely wants to perform with the best guys out there. Uh, or if you're one of those best guys looking for a place to, to run. I mean, this is uh, definitely the place to be. I uh, can't say much more about that, but uh, excited really with the news that's coming. And, and it'll be coming out over the next uh, 7 to 10 days. Uh, as far as just general racing going, uh, really excited for the last uh, two weeks of races on the NASCAR side and uh, excited for the world finals for the uh, late models. Uh, I guess the big blocks are running down there again. And then, mm-hmm. the, uh, of course, the sprint cars wrapping up their season. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see all that shaking down. So we're wrapping up the season and and uh, what comes after that is uh, a little bit of chili bowl and back to Florida and we're back racing again. Yep. I won't take long. Yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of chili bowl, um, I got to verify some more with Mr. Brian Rick here, but I believe we're still planning on going down the chili bowl and doing a lot of coverage down there as well. And that takes place in January. Uh, so more information to come with that as well. Uh, we are going to set up a, a meet and greet as well. So uh, if you're interested in uh, something behind saying hi, uh, definitely do that. Uh, we're also working on a line of merch right now with R&R Racewear. Uh, so we should have that hopefully nailed down here shortly. Uh, when we do, we will drop the link and information as soon as possible. Uh, but my final thought is going to go to uh, Brian. 
uh, Brian, you've done a lot, man, to uh, help, you know, get this going up off the ground as far as, you know, one, bring up, you know, really get the idea of getting the podcast up and going. I never would have thought to do something like this um, for what we're doing it for. So this has been a fun, you know, blast for me, really, because, you know, I've got to really show, you know, what talent I've got into this line of work. Um, it's just it's it's awesome. It really is. And we couldn't do it without you, buddy. That's for damn sure. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. So, and then Chris, man, thank you for, uh, for, you know, getting this league up and going to begin with and really giving us, you know, giving us the start to everything that we've got going on. Really. I mean, you really have, you kicked the ball off on this one and Neil, um, thanks for not being a cheater. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no problem. No, real quick though, for, like I said before, for all the viewers here on YouTube, uh, be sure to go ahead and, uh, hit that subscribe button, uh, comment down below your thoughts, hit the like button, uh, share it with your friends and family. Really, really do appreciate it for all of our podcast listeners as well. Be sure to subscribe to us and, uh, leave us a rate and review as well. We, we really do appreciate it. We do read them. Uh, we do take everything into to consideration too. So, uh, with that, I am, I'm done. How about you all? We'll see you next time. Later. See ya.